Welcome to the One Speed MMA Podcast with your host, Carson Wood. Carson Wood. And of course, your other host, myself, Flying Smitty, Justin Smith, putting them both in there this time. Woo! Keeping people on their toes. Uh, lots to talk about this week. Once again, we made it on time, even though there's a gigantic rainstorm here in Utah. That's how much we love you guys. Making sure to talk yeah, about everything happened. before the MMA hour comes on tomorrow so we can get some listens. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Ariel. Yeah. I've I'm, been castigated this week. I can't say anything that starts with the letter after O. <laughs> Sorry if that if that uh, hit your ears last week, gentlemen and ladies. No, it, it didn't. It didn't hurt. It just would actually cut out. I said hit. If it hits your ears. Oh, it hit lots of ears. Good. Good. <laughs> um, but getting right into it, let's talk about UFC Portland. Um, UFC Ortland. UFC Ortland. Um, so we don't peek our mics here. Any any feedback on how to uh, to turn that off for some random reason since we've switched our, our, our uh, mixer here. Sorry, I got to get into the mood of talking. Um we seem to be peaking a little bit more. And so we, we've changed a lot of stuff. Uh, but for some random reason, we're still peaking a little bit. So uh, UFC Portland, what kind of grade do you give it? Did you watch the whole card, main card? You didn't watch it at all, did you? No. <laughs> no. Um, I did watch. I mean, like, I followed some of it. What did you shaking your head at me? You need, There's a huge discussion around who won the dots in Lineker fight. because Lineker won, I saw. I saw the yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got really mad. Who cares? It's a moot point. It's not like what Lineker's not going to be at that weight division any longer, anyways. He only missed by point five pounds. So it's always missing. Yeah, Resilient well, he already went up from what he already US. went up from. But he already, yeah, but he already went from one twenty five to one thirty five. So, so Anthony Johnson was at one seventy. Do you see how one eighty five? Do you see how went to two hundred five? Do you see how soft Dodson? No, you didn't watch the fights. What the hell, man? What? Two things. Dotson looked really soft at 135. Lineker looked great, but he they could not go up to 145. Listen to me. Lineker could not go to 145. When they put together crappy cards, I'm more interested in watching older fights and learning more of what, No. Yeah, why? No. Why? You were, you were really into this card. You just asked me what grade it got, meaning it didn't get an A. Why? Because the card altogether... Not only did a whole bunch of people miss weight, some of the undercard fights were pretty good. Cody East lost. I saw that knockout. Yeah, with the elbows. Mm -hmm. Super glad that he lost. Uh, most people actually that selected on this went under. Brandon Moreno, our tough 24 um, Mexican from Tijuana who lost the first fight, mm -hmm. beat Luis Smolka. I know, with the, with the uh, guillotine. Yes. Yeah, I know. But the big controversy was... Um, I like that. So guy. Lineker <laughs> landed less significant strikes, threw and missed more strikes, but did more of the pacing, and actually it looked like Dodson had a little bit more, more damage, mm -hmm. but he ran the whole time, and so I gave it to Lineker. I also didn't watch with commentary. I got on Twitter, and that was a pretty controversial way of of looking at that fight. Um, it looked like I was of the minority thinking that Dodson did lose that fight. That was kind of me with the Frankie Edgar, Jose Aldo. That was one of them that we actually went back and watched as well. Um, with that reasoning, Dodson should have won. Because Jose Aldo, or, sorry, with that reasoning, Frankie Edgar should have won. That's what I felt like. Mm -hmm. um, and so did I. I, I. And I need to go back and watch that car, or that fight because I was like, that, was I watching, because I, I felt like I was watching a different fight than everybody else. Um, I don't know, but I, I I would like more weight to be given to significant strikes. I think I see. And I understand that. However, significant strikes have to be landed at enough of a rate that you can really tell that that person landing the significant strikes is being, is showing superior skill. There's always going to be point fighting, but I would like to edge more away from that. I just, I just feel like when they actually went down and they both started throwing, both of them landed when they would actually stand in front of each other and swing. And the rest of the time, it was Lineker pacing down Dodson, and it, it annoyed me that, it annoyed me that Dodson ran so much when he was technically landing more of the significant striking. And I understand everyone's like, who's going to stand in front of Lineker and 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 bang? But if you're that much better of a fighter, you know, wrestle. Or if you're that much better of a fighter, 
get out of the way instead of backing up the entire time. Use your head movement and your and your speed to get out of the way. I have no problem with them giving it to Lineker. Um, again, from what you've told me, because uh, I like actually it being ambiguous. I think I, what, I like that there's not like a a set like well you if you point fight you can get such a, such and such result like if you do X thing you get Y result that way Winkle you have John, more incentive to go out and finish it yeah and Winkle John fighters won't continue to fight not to lose mm-hmm. and I think with the new rules that are going to be implemented uh, come January I think that Lineker would have also been been given more of a clear-cut win based on his octagon control and based on him stalking. And Nick Diaz was all over Twitter being like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm having flashbacks to my fight with uh, Carlos Condit. Condit. And I kind of, I mean, going back to that, I thought Condit had won, but it was a diff- it was a different type of fight. Carlos Condit, even though he was backing up and he was, he was point fighting, his punches and his lands were much more clear than John Dodson's John Dodson and Lineker when they stand and they struck they stand and they struck at the same time just like Jose Aldo with Frankie Edgar Mm -hmm. when Frankie Edgar was getting hit by Jose Aldo it was apparent that he was losing the striking battle Mm -hmm. however he just continually stalked him the entire time and he continued to hit however Jose Aldo when they struck when he was throwing knees and different things like that it was clear that he was getting the better at times of Frankie Edgar I didn't feel that with John Dotson this time. I didn't feel that he was getting the better of John Lineker because John Lineker, they were literally throwing almost blow for blow. And Lineker started throwing body punches that were really bothering Dotson. And he had about twice the amount of body shots as Dotson. And then what Dotson started doing is he started throwing a left over the top because um, Lineker's eye was swollen up. And so he could almost land it every time, but it was swelling his eye, but it wasn't actually hurting Lineker, you know? And so... I mean, even though it showed that there was a little bit of damage, I feel like Lineker was actually getting the better of the exchanges with the strength of his actual punches. So it was, I was kind of annoyed that everyone got so mad, but I've been on the other side of that. So I kind of understand where they're coming from. I saw uh, the interview after, um, but what happened with uh, Cowboy? Cowboy was overweight and Will Brooks called him unprofessional. Well, but then after that, he like apparently he said something to Will Brooks in the cage. Yeah, apparently he turned heel. I didn't see it. Once again, I watched it without commentary, so I watched exactly. him run and jump up on the cage. And they they said that he turned heel, but I think he was just mad because they talked so much crap on him before for missing weight, and they should have. But Will Brooks also should have won that fight. Not like should have won as in due to he, accomplishments like. If he wants to be someone in the UFC, you can't come in and lose to Charles Oliveira. And I like Charles Oliveira, and I think he's a great fighter. However, you can't come in and, and, and lose. I think he broke a rib. And so when he was taken down in the third, he basically gave it up because he, I don't think he could breathe. And I think he was actually interviewed from his uh, hospital room and talked about how you know he just couldn't continue to compete because of a broken rib. But if you look at Chris Weidman technically beating Anderson Silva by a broken leg because he checked the kick, if someone's going to punch you or kick you hard enough to break your rib, you lost that fight. Mm-hmm. So You've either got to be more aggressive and hit first or block your your vital areas. And then Smolka. Smolka was supposed to win. Super heavy favorite. I like Brandon Moreno. And the thing I like the most about him winning is that really gives a lot of, of credit and credibility to Tough 24. Do I think anyone's going to beat Mighty Mouse? Absolutely not. Um, no, but I mean, it was a, that was an exciting fight. He came in; that was the one versus sixteen seed. Yeah, and he came in and was what, yeah. arguably winning. I think. Yeah, and then, I mean, they, it was. It, it, yeah, sorry, keep going. And it was. A, it was a. They've all four have been finishes so far. Did you mm-hmm. watch this week? I saw part of it, and then my my Fox Sports app went down. Mm-hmm. During the actual fight, so I saw how it finished. I saw who won, but I didn't see how the actual fight went, which made me real sad. I mean, they've all been finishes and they've all been fun so far. Like, I I can't imagine it keeping. Like, I know that the weight class always gets crap all the time, and I think that's it's it's warranted. But 
I, I just don't see that this is going to keep up like with the with the stoppages and stuff like that. But so far, this has been one of the best seasons I've ever seen oh, as yeah. far as fighting goes. Like it's not even technically it's it's not even close. So uh, going off of what we talked about the the last uh, probably three four weeks ago about Tough Twenty Four and the, the contest of champions and all of that, um, did you see that the Alaskan Fight Alliance or Alaskan Fight? Whatever it is, championship uh, streamed live on Fight Pass. Mm-mm. Well, they did, and so you and I talking about they probably had some kind of contract where these t- they would lose their top contender, but they would actually be able to get some kind of streaming rights, or they would work out a deal with them. Well, it Moreno, sounds like that's what's going on. Obviously, Moreno's been in the UFC; like he had a contract signed with the UFC for a minute now because he fought yesterday. It depends. I think they can buy him out of their contracts. I think the UFC can go into the Tijuana Fight League or whatever he was in, Arizona, whatever. He was in Arizona's. And I think he can go in and say, hey, you are on tough. He lost. I mean, maybe they they were going to throw him on the the end card, the undercard. They might have had to sign all of them. And part of the deal of getting them was actually um, helping the, the promotion get on to Fight Pass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the Alaska – oh, my goodness – the AFC card or whatever the acronym is, those guys were weird looking. Remember when Jordan used to fight in like the basement of the hotel and it was just like, no, hey, I never, I know, oh, I, man. I didn't know about, like, I didn't, I didn't know until I saw him fight on the Ultimate Fighter when we were in Vegas. Okay. So imagine going in to a fight at a local bar or club or even strip club and having, um, Fights, UFC fights going on, or like local fights going on, and people having to pay the hundred dollars to fight, and if they win, they win like four hundred dollars. That's what these dudes look like. They look like they, one of them looked like a, a washed up Keith Jardine cousin, <laughs> like just really weird looking dude. Had the long scraggly beard. Looks like they just pulled him off a freaking uh, fishing boat to come in and fight. And so I guess I didn't watch all of it. That's the only fight that I saw, and it was super weird. And the guys looked. Just awful. Not like their fighting style, but like they look like they were backwoods, like ex meth addicts. And if hey, hey cut great for them if they uh, if they've overcome their meth addict to get in there. But nonetheless, that kind of goes along. A lot of these tough twenty four guys were starting to see their promotions that they came from actually starting to stream on Fight Pass. And so they're I they're gonna be the colleges of the UFC. They are gonna be they are gonna be what feeds it. And Shelton they were talking about him being like the best dark horse. I think he might be because everybody was saying, regardless. Who did he, he fight? He fought uh, Yoni. He was the uh, I think the number three or number four was rank. The, 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 was the, the Russian, Russian guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Yoni Sherbatov. They choked him out. Or he's yeah, number Sherbatov. two. Sherbatov, yeah, it is. Was he number two? He was two. So Jeez. sixteen almost beat one. Fifteen did beat two. Um, and then what was the Adam, other Adam Antoline beats uh, <clears throat> Demacio Page. Demacio Page, like it's it's been good, and I think I have a feeling that of all the upsets, I think this one maybe was the most legitimate. Yeah, because um, he didn't the Adam Antoline. It was the not to take anything away from him. I actually thought he fought a great fight, but we can all agree that was. I went back and watched it. It was a quick probably stoppage. an early stoppage. Yeah. I still think it's not necessarily wrong. Because he could have been opened up for a lot of damage. But if, if Brandon Moreno got a chance, I'm guessing that Demacio Page will get at least one more fight in the UFC. Really? Because last week you told me no. I don't think he should. <laughs> I think he's, I, to, to me, he's done. There's not a spot for him on that roster? At that weight, there definitely is. There's a spot for all of those kids at that weight on this roster. And that's the thing. Now that they have those promotions, they can drop him down real easy again. And they could probably even pay him a little bit better and be like, hey, go do some... Th- Go do three fights. We'll keep an eye on you. And then that also leads, leaves the UFC open to be able to look at other fighters. That way, if Demacio Page loses against somebody else, automatically you have somebody else. So it opens up good relationships for other promotions. And it also, it's kind of like, you know, AAA baseball. It's like, hey, go down for a couple seasons, get right, or a season, get right, and we'll have a spot for you back up here next fall. You know? Speaking of other promotions, Patty Pimblett, we've been asked. We can't say... Addy Imblet. Addy Imblet. We've been asked to discuss whether or not the UFC should sign him immediately. We can squash this pretty quick. He just went under contract with Cage Warriors until 2017. Kids look good. He's only lost one fight, which was like nine fights ago. 
He just won the Cage Warriors belt um, in about 90 seconds, I believe it was. Which belt? What weight is he? Uh, one, 145. So you going to defend it ever? Is he going to go up to 155 and, and, uh, and then not it? defend that one? Well, he, he's, he definitely talks a lot like he wants to go fight Conor McGregor, but he's sounds not like Irish. A Sean, he's from England. Sounds like a Sean fighter if I've ever heard one. Yeah, he looks like... Uh, he's not here on the podcast, by the way. Sean. Again, skipping out, dude. We invited him. We let him know the time, and again, our text like, message. How many times? Now, how many ish. times is he going to duck us, Justin? Every week. <laughs> he's, it's he's, like we got the one forty-five belt. We can't get him to come back. We scare lawyers. <laughs> our argumentative and our and our deductive reasoning skills scare lawyers off of the podcast. We did it without schooling. Yep, <laughs> the school of hard knocks. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no. So I like the kid. I think he'll eventually get signed with the UFC. But how old is he? Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, let's slow down. Yeah, let's slow down. So he uh, twelve wins, one loss. However, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying yeah. I I just what, I don't agree not, with throwing in young people to go he, up against. If he can get to one thirty-five, absolutely, throw him in. Why? Because one thirty-five needs more fighters. One twenty-five definitely needs more fighters. One forty-five, I, I don't believe so. Precisely why I would say don't throw them in even at one forty-five, even more so at one thirty-five. Don't have them cut more weight, have less water, and you know, like less. I'm talking, on his brain. I'm, but like, no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking just purely competition. We're not talking physical. Well, that's what I'm. I'm, I'm talking about physical. I don't think that they should throw them in that early. Let him get some experience. Like he can, he can establish himself really well and get a good fan base. You know, not. End his career super quick, and then we'll get him in the UFC a couple he, of years down the line. Like it's not that big of a deal. I can agree with that. Um, one of the big things about this, I think, as well, one forty-five is is a rough division. Um, I was going to get into this, and what was I going to say? Oh, the, he must not have had a whole lot of other offers if he immediately signed back up with Cage Warriors. You know what I mean? And he signed through two thousand seventeen. Probably that, could get paid more. Well, with how young he is and everything, I yeah. think he could probably get paid more. And he might be a bigger draw. And well, and he gets to stay out there. Cage Warriors <laughs> is a European promotion. He doesn't have to travel to the states or to Brazil every other, you know, the every farthest four he has or five to go months. Is, you know, just across. Yep. You know, he might have to go to Ireland or England or to Scotland. But I mean, those are the same islands. They have cross promotion other places in Europe too with Cage Warrior, don't they? I believe so, but okay. I'm not sure the farthest that they've gone by any means. It's not far. Tickets would be cheap. Just, it's Same not a cr- time zone. Yeah, it's not across the pond. <laughs> not the pond, a pond, maybe a channel. I guess a pond. Uh, getting back real quick into Brazilian fighters making weight. So Oliver missed, and Lineker missed. Lineker only missed by half a pound. What do you do with him? He called out. He called out Dominic Cruz after his fight. Um, does he want his like commentating job or something? Like. <laughs> Maybe in you know Brazil. that's a you know that's a pound and a half that you've got to get off extra right. Yeah. You're probably not going to fight in Brazil, right? I get it. You, you got to make championship get, weight. Yeah, he's got to get paid. But um, no, you got some people in front of you. Lineker is one of the the biggest spectacle, most disappointing fighters because every time he fights, you like it's a great fight to watch. He's fun. He's a fun fighter. He always goes out there to win and knock somebody's block off, but he can't make weight. He can't. So that's the thing. And I was talking to Danilo about this too. Um, Cause he was saying it's such bull crap that he didn't get, that he didn't get the, the title shot with Conor McGregor. And I was like, not really. Like, are you really going to roll out the red carpet for him again? And it, just cause he might pull out. And it's the same thing. Like, I mean, but Danilo's got Brazilian ties. I know he does. He is Brazilian. Yeah. Um, but, and that's the thing is like nationalistic, you know, like them and, like the most nationalistic countries in the world, Ireland and Brazil, they're going to back their guy no matter what. But the fact of the matter is, is no, you don't. You know who shows up for fights? Eddie Alvarez and Conor McGregor. Yep. You want open Donald the, Cerrone? You want open Madison Square Garden? What's you need the biggest fight that will happen? The Brazilians have no no right to talk. I mean, it, the only the only uh, examples that they can give of American fighters pulling out of fights really on a constant basis are anyone from ATT. Daniel Cormier had to pull out of a fight. Cain Velasquez had, has had to pull out of a of a couple. Um, but the fact is, other than that, I think there's a higher propensity for Brazilian fighters to pull out of fights than mm-hmm. there are American fighters. And so I, 
I feel for Jose Aldo. I feel that, that he is kind of getting passed over and he is getting jerked around and he is irritated because he wants his, his fight with Conor McGregor and he wants his, his rematch and so on and so forth. However, my big issue is is he has pulled out of big fights. He has cost a lot of money to the UFC and I don't want to see him leave the UFC, but it would be great for a fighter to actually say, you know what, I'm really, really irritated and I'm really going to break contract and I'm getting out of here. I, I think that would be great for the fighters. But I, I wish Jose Aldo would get a little bit more than what he's getting right now. What do you mean? Him getting told that Conor McGregor is going to vacate the belt. Him getting told that he's going to No, no. Get... So there's, there's two. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. So yeah. there's two parts to it. Everybody knows the fights that I wanted were Alvarez Cerrone and I wanted McGregor Aldo. I've been saying it for months now. Um, so I'm bummed, bummed about that. But I, I don't think Jose has a leg to stand on. I mean, as far as. I should be on the Madison card or whatever it may be. It's like, and I didn't mean to pull away from Lineker. All I was trying to say is Lineker's the same as uh, Jose in that sense. It's like, you miss weight, man. Like, we can't, we can't, you know, we can't rely on you. We can't, con- yeah, we can't continue to cater to you. And if this was a championship fight and you came out and missed weight, we just lost our championship fight. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and, and, but with the Jose Aldo thing, it's like I I do think it's high time that Connor gets his belt vacated. There's there's no question about it. Well, we both know what they're doing. If he doesn't win at 155, he goes back down to 145 to his belt. If he wins at 155, he vacates 155 or 145 and he keeps his belt. If you've noticed, he's also restarted talks about Mayweather and putting that seat out there again. And I really believe. He doesn't go back to 145 if he beats Eddie Alvarez, and I think that he can. He sets up a fight with Floyd Mayweather, and he makes... He never is going to fight Floyd, ever. If you make $100 million, $100 million in one fight... Happen. It's not going to happen. I think it does. Then why aren't they... I mean, you could get that much just from uh, Floyd and, and Pacquiao fighting again. I don't think I don't think you could. Not number three, I don't think. Number two. Oh, is it two now? It's only two. Oh, I thought they'd fought twice. No, and I thought I thought it was lame both times because no. I was in uh, Costa Rica when it happened. Because well, they could have. I mean, they they could still they wouldn't do as many buys as the first time. No, but they could do you know hundred million. They could easily do like a ton. That's true. Um, I think then Connor makes. I think I, Connor, right now Connor's the money train. Right. I'm just saying. The reason Connor's saying his name again is because he has an opponent opponent in the UFC again. It's all cross promotion. It's like yeah, it's, I, it's, I I still think if he beats Eddie Alvarez, he fights Mayweather and he retires with a lot of money. I he'll never fight Mayweather. I will do something drastic. Yeah. You can decide what I do if he fights. Mayweather. <laughs> you don't have to do anything drastic. I'll just do it. I told you so. Dance. I I think he's out, I think Conor McGregor is out within the next two to three years. Not even that, two I'm, years. I think Conor McGregor retires from MMA in the next two years and tries to use his name and his face in order to not have to fight anymore. I don't disagree with that. I actually don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility, though. He Floyd said, Mayweather will not happen. I think he said he only wanted to come in for five to six years. Yeah, And, I mean, like I said, that I still I, – even I think he will retire at some point, and he's going to come back. He's, yeah, he's going to retire for a big money fight, a huge money fight where it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. Eh, he's not even necessarily that. It's a money fight, but not like a huge money fight. I don't think. I think. Um, he, I think he fights for money. I don't think he fights. No, he fights for pride. Otherwise, he, he fights for competition. Ma- too. He wouldn't have fought Nate Diaz again. Um, but I just he could retire, but he's always going to come back, in my opinion. But he will never fight Floyd, Medwe- Floyd Mayweather. There's a much bigger possibility that he doesn't than he ever does. I think he'd want to get out of contract with the UFC so he could run his own promotion and make all of the money and put it in his pocket unless the UFC actually gave him a share. Speaking of which, do you think he bought in with the IME, WMG, or whatever it is, the new one? Because you heard that like Conan O'Brien and Ben Affleck and all of those guys that were represented by that group have bought into the UFC. I don't know. I bet you. I bet you he bought in. Can he? He's an independent contractor, so I don't know why he wouldn't be able to. I know. I just it, don't know if it's a conflict of interest. If you could, if he, like an owner couldn't actually be like actual fighter, it, if there's like a conflict of interest there. Fedor Emelianenko's the the head of the uh, MMA commission in Russia, and he's fighting in the EFN. It's Russia. Um. So when I worked at EA, 
they actually had a contract that I couldn't own more than a certain percentage of EA and be employed there or something to that effect. So he might be able to buy a small amount, but he might not be able to have a, a large holding of the company and still fight in the UFC. But if I was a, a UFC fighter and they opened it for people that were to, to purchase within either the company or celebrities, and I know it's people that have been represented by that group, um, but I would try and get, I would try and buy at least a little bit. You think they go public? No. I hope not. Because then they'll turn into WWE and it'll turn into just a shit show. Because mm. the WWE's public now. And so they have to make money. They have to make money. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know, I don't understand like what would what drives somebody to go public or not. Like, I don't I don't get that. Size, you can like, you can make things, it. But. You can make a lot more money. So if everyone can it can buy bids in your company, it drives the, the 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 price of it up. And as people buy more more of your shares, you get that money to spend. Well, and I understand it because, like, in the sense that they would use that to maybe build another arena somewhere else, like in Brazil, like they would need it to actually like get cash and stuff like that to to get capital, like, yeah. And I understand it for stuff like that because I mean that's what Paul bought stock for, quote unquote, stock mm-hmm. um, with Green, Green Bay because Packers. they had to make adjustments to it. And I like that's a very like small scale what the UFC would be doing, obviously. But I and I get it to that certain extent, but I don't really, I I couldn't like look at it and dem- disseminate. Oh yeah, they are going to be they're going to be going. Uh, public here pretty soon like i don't i don't understand like the process in that but there's usually rumblings and because they were bought out i doubt they go public anytime soon there's much more money there's much more money in it for the leadership if it is a private company however for the company as a whole there's more money if it goes if it goes public so if you need money to to continue to create things or continue to invest in in other things that's kind of why why they do it um so one thing I want to discuss as well is Tyrone Woodley. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, before we get into that, because I think that's going to be a little bit longer of a conversation, Dillashaw, TJ Dillashaw has expressed interest in dropping down to 125 for a super fight with Mighty Mouse. Are you interested in seeing that fight? Yep, absolutely. Do you do you think Dillashaw has a chance? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, it, it'd be small. It'd be like 10%. Cruz was the last person to beat Mighty Mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got handled by Cruz. And TJ Dillashaw is a mini Cruz. I mean, he tries to fight just like him. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it. I don't think it should headline a uh, pay-per-view, but a co-main I think would be awesome. I'd be okay with that headlining. Um, it would have to be in a strong rest of the card, like strong like non-title fights, because obviously any other title fight except for maybe like Joanna would go um, is going to go above it. And I would have said like Misha, Holly... Um, throw uh, Amanda Nunes. I, like I would have, I would have said all of them, but obviously they headlined two hundred. So throw Cruz, I'm, Cruz I'm versus dumb. whoever. <laughs> Put it below Mighty Mouse and Dillashaw and see <laughs> see how irritated he gets. Do you think he would? Yeah, I mean, because I think it usually is like weight, right? The heavier, the, not the anymore. Not ever since Conor McGregor. Not ever since. I mean, ever since they uh, the Conor belt is heavier than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Most gold. <laughs> Uh, you think it'd be interesting? Uh, you think Mighty Mouse? I think Mighty Mouse is just stronger at that weight than Dillashaw is. Oh, he's faster too. I think mm-hmm. and more technical. Um, Dillashaw is a great wrestler, though. So I mean, they would have to stand and strike. But definitely, Mighty Mouse shows a lot more. I don't speed. know, man, because you know you'd think Henry Cejudo versus Mighty Mouse. You know, like he would never grapple him, and I know that's not wrestling. I get yeah, that, yeah. but MMA there's grappling. Yeah. But there's there's still the gorilla strength that a wrestler has, and you would think, oh yeah, well he's not going to grapple with him at all. He's just going to keep him at distance. And no, he immediately went to grapple and just started throwing knees on him. I think it's the John Jones mentality. Let's take it to where they think I'm not going to go. But then Henry Cejudo said he's a lot stronger than I thought he was, and I think that's a, a major thing against Dillashaw cutting weight to 125. He loses some of that muscle mass. That was. Sorry, go ahead. And I think Mighty Mouse keeps all of it, and that's a huge bonus for him. I think he's one of the guys that's he's in his perfect weight class. Like he he's perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that any other way. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say is, did you actually? You said you didn't watch the whole episode, right? No. Of this. So they actually it was pretty interesting because um, 
UFC made uh, both the coaches sit down with their team and break down their fight. I did see that on Reddit. And I just, that's so shitty for them. I mean, I don't care that they did it, and I don't think that they shouldn't have done it, but it's like you're getting these guys prepared to get the fight that you want back more than anything. Like, you could just tell Benavidez and Cejudo were just like, ugh. I don't like they wanted it back and they're just sitting there watching. But it. Benavidez looked good in the second one. He was more active and he, I mean, he was more attacking and he got caught. Cejudo looked bad. When he said, he said, he's like, I've never felt better in my life. Yeah. I felt so good going into this. This, this one hurt so much worse. Um, because I've never, ever felt better. Uh, I felt amazing. I, I mean, and Randy Bass wasn't as dominant back then. I mean, he, he had a no contest with Ian McCall and had to fight him again. You know, back at that time. And so he's come a long way. He's dominant, but he's come a long way into that dominance. And so I'm definitely interested in that fight. I wonder what, if it'll come about and when. And if he'll fight the, the tough 24 fighter first um, and then potentially take that fight. So uh, Tyrone Woodley will be fighting uh, Stephen Thompson at UFC 205. He's made a lot of really interesting uh, comments as of late. The very first one that he made, and I don't think they correlate, and they might. I might have to reread the article. Um, but the first one was is how irritated every, irritated everyone is getting with him for calling for a money fight. Then he pointed out that Michael Bisbing was able to point uh, to call for a money fight, and he, he said that Conor McGregor also has been calling for his money fights. And he says that for some random reason he's getting looked down on for calling for money fights, and he says it's it's not fair. What are your thoughts on that? Um. I don't know. When I read that he was calling for calling for the quote unquote money fight, um, I I didn't look down on him at all. I I don't understand what like where that was coming from. I and I hadn't heard any backlash of him doing it. Um, I don't know. I I, I what was the money fight? Just GSP for him? GSP or Nate Diaz? Well, and it was him saying he didn't want to fight. I was Stephen, or Stephen Thompson that he want he didn't he wanted he literally said I want the money fight. Um, I was more upset with Bisbing calling out GSP than him calling out GSP because they're in the same weight class. Like that, I I thought that was dumb on GSP. He called it. What do you say? If he decides to grow some balls, then maybe GSP will come find me. He he said something like that, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I can look up that quote, but yeah, he he and I that annoyed me. I was like, why why would you make GSP like his first fight come back and fight you if he likes quote unquote growing some balls like. He, he's fought killers in his division. I don't think he's afraid of Michael Bisbing. Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's not afraid of Michael Bisbing, and I think that's part of the reason he wanted to fight Michael Bisbing to go up a way because he felt that was an easier fight. Like, that would be an easy championship fight for him at 185. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with him, um, and we discussed this a little bit before. I don't think he has any room to talk because before he got his title fight, he sat on the sidelines and was a kind of a keyboard warrior. I mean, obviously he's an MMA fighter and he's done a lot more than most of the people on Twitter that are, are talking trash on him. However, you can't sit behind your keyboard and be like, I'm going to sit out and wait for a title fight. I'm not going to fight anyone until I get a title fight. I deserve the next title fight, whatever it is. And he sat out for a good almost year and a half, maybe even longer before he fought Robbie Lawler. And obviously he, he did great. He knocked Robbie Lawler out, and he, he, he looked phenomenal doing it. However, I mean, what did he do over anybody else to actually earn as Robbie Lawler apart from waiting? He beat Carlos Condit, who got a shot at him. He basically, but then he lost to Rory McDonald. Yeah. And he got a split decision with Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. I, so, I mean, like, I, I, I guess whatever. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, again, I don't have a problem with him going for a money fight. Like, that's. But that's, he won, I think he won three in a row. Nope. Me? Are you looking at that? When did he Carlos lose Carlos Condit, knee injury. Rory McDonald, he lost by decision. Don Kuhn Kim, TKO. Kelvin Gastelum won by split decision. And then he beat Rob, Robbie Lawler. Okay, so two in a row. And he also catched Carlos And Condit. Gastelum was at a catch weight. It was at 180. Because Gastelum missed weight. Right. So, I mean, so I, I you can't take any way from of anything from him on that, obviously. But it's like, who did you beat that like which is funny because immediately shoot you to the title I mean that's what everyone's saying about Khabib now too what that what who has he beat to get him a, a title shot he beat Dos Anjos yeah but but he didn't beat Dos Anjos when Dos Anjos was Dos Anjos that's the big con- no. that's stupid <laughs> it's really dumb it annoys me uh well he beat he beat RDA before RDA was RDA <laughs> it's like come on 
But RDA did suck when he first came into the UFC. No one ever saw him to be uh, becoming champion because he got blown out of the water his first couple fights. I mean, Robbie Lawler's lost to a ton of people that are inconsequential. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, who cares? Mike like, Diaz. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who else do you want Khabib to fight, I guess, before? Like, do you want him to fight? Our, I mean, Michael Johnson, it's a big fight. I think I'm that's fine with huge. That. I can see that. I can, I'm, I'm fine with it, but like, I don't. Again, I don't it's have a problem. Yeah. I don't have. I don't get so much into. Oh my gosh, he doesn't deserve. He does deserve. If it's a fight that I think is going to be exciting, let's do it. Like you tell me, Robbie Lawler versus Tyron Woodley, let's do it. All the Khabib haters are lucky because Khabib isn't a needle mover, and he's not a huge name in the UFC. And that's gonna, he tried real hard. That's going to push him. I mean, he got in a fight with the Diaz brothers, Anthony Pettis. He walked yeah. into his press conference and was just kept calling him out, and that, and then Pettis was like, "Who is this guy? Didn't I just tell him I would fight him?" Yeah. He's like, bro, I said yes. <laughs> Can we go on with the interview? He's smart. But once again, Tyrone Woodley, going back to that, he got his title fight and he won. And that's great. But because of all of his insistence of him deserving a title shot, a lot of people got sick of him. And so it's one of those things that it is what it is. I'm not, I wasn't sick of him calling for like a title shot or anything like that. But not, him saying that he, he the UFC is not pushing him, it's the same problem I have with the Diaz brothers saying that. It's like... You you get out of this world that you put in, and sometimes but you he's don't. on TV. He's on the UFC tonight. So he, he's not saying the UFC is not pushing him. He's saying that the UFC is not pushing him to help build the African American demographic. He's one of belt in Atlanta, Georgia. That's a solid point. I forgot it was in Georgia. And I mean, what what? Why do you need to cater to like a demographic? Connor well, hasn't fought in Ireland. I yeah, that's a solid point because they'll fly out here, but. However, I do – I kind of agree with him on this. In what aspect? Um, I understand your counterpoint, and you make some really, like, super valid. I agree with, I agree with him because you have, you have Cain Velasquez, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Gastelum, basically any Hispanic fighter they're trying to get on um, larger Hispanic cards such as Mexico City – UFC Hidalgo is going to have a, a much larger Mexican fan base here in Salt Lake City where there's a, a lot uh, higher uh, Hispanic population than most people would think. Had Yaya Rodriguez, um, Conor McGregor, you know, Belfast, those types of places. Brazil making, put, pr- putting Brazilians on Brazil, Brazil cards, which makes sense because you save money on airfare and stuff like that. But um, putting him on an Atlanta, Georgia card, I understand. However, not getting him, you know, he he talks about being from Ferguson and being able to to go into places in Ferguson that no one else would be able to go and and be able to really, um, really be able to connect with that community and the UFC could really benefit from that, you know, really hit target that demographic of African Americans and I don't think so. Okay, I don't think there's a large population of African American males that are as into the UFC as Hispanic and or black. I sorry, or white. Um, I disagree. Uh, especially if you look at mo- like most, most of the top wrestlers are, but we're, but we're talking, we're not talking athletes. There's nothing against the athletes. I mean, Anthony Johnson, Daniel Cormier, um, Tyron Woodley, like some of the best, some of the best athletes in the UFC, John Jones, okay, are African American athletes. Okay, but they're not taking someone from the, the the quote unquote ghetto and making them a, a ghetto superstar to bring in those views. So, what opportunity have they had to do that? Should they have done He's that? Been before? champion for what six months? No, no, not even no. that. Two three. months, three months, July thirtieth. So I just feel like he doesn't feel like he's being pushed. And maybe maybe so, okay, maybe okay. it's a whole Ferguson thing. Maybe he's got the whole Black so, Lives Matter is like, hey, I can help you guys with this. So okay, or maybe he's been vocal with them about it, and they haven't really reciprocated. Couple problems with that. So you just said that he wanted the money fight. Mm-hmm. Of all the cards coming up, where can he make the most money? Two hundred five. Okay, where was two hundred five always going to be? Why is two hundred five no, so big? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I understand. So that. he obviously, or he has either he can go to two hundred five and get his money, or they can set him up in Missouri, which they probably didn't even have. They, I don't think they want a card in Missouri. I don't think that. I don't think that he's saying he wants a card in Missouri. I think he's saying send me with a camera crew down here and film me and boost your black vote. Do it yourself. <laughs> I was about to make a welfare joke. <laughs> Can't someone else do it for us? No, I'm just saying, just, I mean, 
it's it's going to be like grassroots, but that's how a lot of that stuff has to start. Exactly, and I agree with you. Um, if you want something to be done, get your camera crew go out and film it, and then provide especially it. Especially with how accessible everything is, or ESPN. Yeah, send it into ESPN. They'll put it on TV or Fox. You are a Fox pundit. There yeah. is definitely a market out there for yep. that. So I'm just saying. They haven't had a lot of time to work with him as a champion. He'd rather just sit on Twitter and talk about it. All right. <laughs> These, just talk about it. Just talk about I wanna it. I want to just rap right now. That sounds so, so terrible. Don't take him for no fool. Popping <laughs> bottles like Enemigos of Dios Mio. Um, so cool. <laughs> but yeah, I okay. So I understand, I understand so what you're you said you agree from. with him for a little bit, though. Are you saying I, I agree with him to the point that I think he's the perfect candidate to build a larger black fan base. When should they have started doing that then? I don't think they expected him to beat Robbie Lawler. Exactly. And so, I mean, that changed like a whole bunch of plans. And so, like, but even going in by Robbie Lawler, you know, having him come in and, and be that, that character, you know, he's on TV. He's, he's rougher than Daniel Cormier, but he's not as rough as John Jones. John Jones is as whitewashed as they come. Mm. Yeah. I don't know whether it well, is. Well, Daniel, Corm- I, Daniel I Cormier know. is the most is whitewashed as they come. Uh, John jo- John Jones. Phil Davis would probably be the most. Yeah, anybody, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's I mean, I, I am but, not but equipped. At, I am not equipped to make that that but that assessment. But no, that's but. a perfect example, though. Look at all those guys. There is not a what would be considered a black culture UFC fighter that represents that. OSP is from the South. Very, very well. Derek Lewis. I mean, Derek Lewis is is like black as they they get as bad as the racist as that sounds all i'm saying is <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it went weird like i said i i, I wouldn't be equipped to, to describe i hate the we can say sage north cuts as white as it gets i mean i'm just saying i i'm not equipped to say who's blacker than who i i think it's a stupid <laughs> argument um to say the very uh, least uh, I but agree. it did um, get weird but uh I mean, as far as because you said you agreed with him a little bit that they weren't pushing him up, they just haven't had a chance to. He won the belt on July thirtieth. Um, if they probably didn't expect him to beat Robbie Robbie Lawler, so I mean, he had one of two options. They could go to quote unquote one of those other areas where he just got out of Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know what more you'd want on that, but um, like even if they were going to go somewhere else in Missouri, like St. Louis, doesn't have to be Ferguson, obviously, but. Um, I mean, there's arenas Hot, there. Hotlanta, Hotlanta, and he could he could uh, headline a card there, but he's not going to get paid as much. So if he has a problem with his pay and getting the money fight, they put him on the perfect card. I don't know what else they could do for him. Yeah, uh, switching subjects. Thousand dollars for nosebleeds at at Madison Square Gardens. Trying to get there. I mean, they're trying to. Connor's trying trying to break more more records. Trying to get the biggest. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen. They're trying to get the biggest gate possible. So casual fans can no longer go. Irish fans are going to have a hard time flying out and, and getting there. You know, you can't make all of them. Like, you have to make an event out of some of them. That's why I said I don't know why we're making 200 such a big event. 205 is way a ba- way bigger milestone than 200. It took, what, 16 years to get 100, and then it took seven to get uh, 200. Well, you look at... Madison was way a way bigger event. You look at boxing matches. I mean, in order to get anywhere near the ring, you had to be somebody. It didn't matter how much money you had. You had to be somebody. I mean, American Gangster, that's kind of, they talk about that, right? Why is why is this this guy sitting in front of some of the most famous people in the world? Well, because he's got a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it has to be a spectacle and you have to get, I mean, now it's, you have new investors, you've got new celebrity investors, and you're going to New, to new York City. Those people, they're going to try and, they're going to try and make this as much of a high-class boxing event, I think, as humanly possible. And one of the best ways of doing it is to charge an exuberant amount of money. Exor- 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 I, I, I suck at that word. I'm not, I'm anyway. gonna, I was going to try to help you. Yeah. It was, that would be bad. Exuberant amount of money. I think money. that's the right one. Yeah, um, yeah some, of, I mean, some of them are going to be events, you know? Like, it, it's just what's going to happen. When you're in the Staples Center, when you're in Madison Square well, Garden, and don't buy, mobile Don't buy them. If it doesn't sell out, the tickets, will, they, they'll drop in price. Mm-hmm. Free market wins out. Mm-hmm. They drop prices all the time. So I think it's interesting. I don't think that they should. Obviously, they you need know. to make up for it, and they do need to. They, it, it's it's time they have to have an Ireland card mm-hmm. with Connor on it. That's, I mean, 
I can, I can they, agree with that. Especially after everything that happened with Connor, with Jose Aldo. And I'm not a Connor fan by any means, but I mean, this is me just thinking more about like Irish people in general because of how like well traveled they are and everything. One, the Jose Aldo pulling out of that card, and then two, um, them buying the 200 and then it messing up a lot of people's schedule and then really ruined, was it 203 for Connor? So, in my opinion, you've got to have an Ireland card. You've got to make it up to those fans. They've earned it. Um, is like I say all the time, and this is kind of chill mentality. Like I don't think anybody earn, like is owed anything ever, but to a certain extent, you do have to cater to people that meet you more than halfway. Yep. They fly out here, they buy tickets, they buy the most expensive seats, and you know, and they've, they've done to, it multiple times. And on top of that, Connor too. You've got to do it for Connor. Yeah. Well, he I, he's openly expressed that he's having a hard time coming to Vegas and continuing to do that. And now he's got a couple houses here, so it probably makes it easier, like Michael Bisbing, you know, being here. Speaking of Chelsea, Chelsea versus Tito Ortiz, November nineteenth in Bellator. I'm excited. You're pretty excited about that. How how much bigger do you think Tito Ortiz will be than Chelsea? Um He looks Chelsea looks small compared to John Jones. He well, looked, yeah, he looks so yeah. you know what I mean? And Tito Ortiz is not a small two oh five. No. Um, I think he'll look better than he did against John Jones. He's a he's a competitor, man. Who's he, got, he'll come out and make sure that like Tito rips his toe off so that he can win the fight by technical decision. Yeah, who's got better striking, Tito or Chell? Tito. The wrestling it's going to be pretty pretty Tito. close with wrestling because Tito's got a a prestigious wrestling. Background I expect as well. Tito to win. You do? Yeah, yeah. I think Tito's over the hill. I, I think his athletic ability is is starting to deteriorate. Chell hadn't really been training. I mean, he did recently, but he like he had been out of the gym. And now he's no longer on TRT, so yeah, he's got to figure that out too. Yeah, so I don't know. Does um, it does it matter if he loses? No. I mean, wh- this goes back to the the whole Bellator. Since what was it sixty? Well, no, what was the what was the number for them? Whatever. Um, I, I'm not watching it necessarily for. The winner or loser. This is more like WWE for me. It's like I'm watching it for entertainment value, the lead up, and then hopefully we get to see some of our like our old guard still, you know, compete. Mm-hmm. Does Chelsea and get in Tito Ortiz's head? Oh, I think there's an agreement beforehand. I don't think they no. He's gonna say he crossed the line, and he's gonna say something that's offensive, and he's gonna say he crossed the line, and then they're gonna squash it right after. There's gonna be. There's going to be nothing spectacle. Yeah. It sounds and like Chelsea is kind of the dude that's like, hey, man, here's what the angles I'm going to be taking just so you're aware. Yeah. Yeah. I, it seemed it seemed pretty like they both knew for a while. Yeah. I feel like I can agree with that. And I mean, it's big for Tito Ortiz. It gets him one, you know, one more big money fight. Did they say it was going to be on a TV card or are they going to try and make it a pay-per-view? I don't know. I haven't heard. I think they've only done one Bellator pay-per-view in the history of it. With him doing the Hoist Gracie, uh, Shamrock, uh, Dada 5000, um, Kimbo Slice on TV, I'm pretty sure they're going to do... Was it 59? I'm trying to remember that. I think Bellator, way back in the day, was like Will Brooks, Eddie Alvarez, Michael Chandler. Like They tried to get all of their belts and all of their people at once on there. I think Congo might have been on it. I got to look it up. But... Not that it matters too much. Obviously, we don't remember what it was, and they've only had one. So mm-hmm. it, it tells you a lot about it. Well, right I'm not there. paying for a Bellator card. I'll uh, tell you that right now. Even if it's – even I mean, I'm more excited for what's leading up to it than what actually happens in it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tune into YouTube and all that, but I'm not paying for a Bellator card. Speaking Bellator. Of, of cards that may not be worth paying for. Coker. What's U- up? UFC 204. <laughs> yeah, there's four cards on it or four, four fights four on it. Four main fights. Do you think that? So this is a question from I from like Daniel. The fights, though, to be fair, from Half to Battle Daniel on Twitter, he <laughs> says, "Do you think that we see the return of TRT Vitor for one more fight?" So basically, he's saying he comes in juice to the gills, and then whether he tests positive or not, he just retires. He should have been testing this whole time. I guess that's true. He. Sh- I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I. I don't think so. I, I, I hope he wins. I don't like Musasi. I don't know why. I just don't. Um, did you see the? Uh, He's such a huge dick nowadays. And I guess that's maybe that's why because I don't. Me. I can't recall anything, but I just. I just feel like I don't like him, which isn't really fair to anybody. But he's I mean, tur- he's turned heel lately too. Um, 
Did you see the uh, Stipe's Instagram that he put him getting knocked out by Stefan Struve? And then Stefan Struve responded? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. That actually, yeah. No, he's he's a relatable guy. When he was talking about he's like, I didn't understand where I was getting a hit from. And you just see this huge guy just throwing a yeah, so head kick. Yeah. Stipe's a relatable guy. I mean, you have to like him. He is... Paul was telling me on the other podcast, he's like, did you hear about that UFC fighter that got busted for cocaine? He was a heavyweight and uh, I was, he's a heavyweight champion and he had to give up his belt. And I was like, there's no way that's true. And so I looked it up and it was, it was uh, Tyson Fury. I was like, no, that's not MMA. Did you see that immediately after he got busted? I think he posted a, uh, uh, what is the Pacino film where he's got all the coke? Scarface? Scarface. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't see that. He no, thought but, it was an MMA fighter. Well, and that's cause I, I'm pretty sure this is how they sold it. Uh, a boxer that fought MMA and he was a heavyweight. And I mean, it's just ESPN They're They, you know, they don't know. Yeah. They're just saying, cause it was probably he, Colin Cowherd. He fought, he's the one that fought Co- Couture, right? Well, Cowherd's on Fox. No, that was James Stoney. Oh, that's right. He never fought in he the just, UFC. He just ran his mouth. Yeah. That's right. That he that could was, come in and, and yeah, beat a couple people, and I don't even remember who he was talking about who he would fight and beat. Um, but yeah, he did run his mouth. That's that's funny though that there's that big of a mix up that they're like, oh yeah, it must be an MMA fighter. Yeah, um, and I, I was just like, there's well, the, the the whole point of that was there's no way that that was Stipe. No, yeah, and I was just like, of all the people on the card, the he's one, one of those the, dudes that they're gonna make a movie about, like unbeatable or Cinderella man or whatever. They're going to make his Croatian uh, heritage and his family coming over from Croatia. I don't even know if they're, if they're from Croatia directly. Look at his name, man. Yeah. Stipe Miocic. I thought he was foreign the first time I saw him fight. Yep. Yeah. And I thought he was straight Croatian at Cleveland. I was like, yeah, no. So, I mean, he's a firefighter that comes up to be heavyweight champ. I mean, he, they should actually do that fight in the UFC. Stipe versus fire. <laughs> Or just light somebody on fire and throw them at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you so, put him out or <laughs> knock him out? Or can see. you put him out with your fists? Mm-hmm. Vitor Belfort versus Jared Musasi. I really don't care about that fight. St. Prue versus Minowa. I don't necessarily care about that fight, but it will be fun what? to watch. It'll be a good fight to watch. I'm excited Manoa, for that one. Manoa and, and St. Prue really have nowhere to go. Why not? They've lost to the highest level in that 205 division. St. Prue's only lost to John Jones. Is that the only loss he's got? Manawad got busted up his last fight against, who was it, Gustafson? I oh, think? no, he lost to Glover Teixeira. I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, and Ryan Bader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. And yeah. Gerard, Ger, uh, Gerard Musasi. So, OSP lost to Musasi? Yeah. At what weight? He's 19 and I guess I wasn't even close. Yeah. I swear that was one of the things that they were pitching. Well, John Manawad, Jones doesn't fight this Manawad's guy. Manawad's only got two losses. Okay. So he was... Whatever, I still like it. I mean, he was getting... No, it'll be a fun... It'll be a banger, and it'll be a fun fight to watch, but he lost to Anthony Johnson and lost to Gustafson. I mean, that, that's the, the highest that you've got there. You know, it's... There's not much else you can go with either of these guys. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are going to get a title fight anytime soon. Um, but they got to start carving it out. Again, it's, I, I'm at this point, I always point back to Robbie Lawler. If Robbie Lawler can do it, anybody can do it again. Good point. Um, I mean, it's you, a fight game. You got to you got to at least stay in the mix, though. And I think this is uh, whoever wins this fight. It, it is it's in the mix. It's a peg or a notch on their belt, if you. Will. I don't I don't know the saying that the kids are saying these days. <laughs> it's one on of those things. <laughs> notch on your bedpost. Wait, I think that's a different thing. It's a jewel in your crown. I don't know what the hell <laughs> it's, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's a rune in your infinity gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually perfect. I'm yeah. down for that. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, Michael Bisbing, Dan Henderson. Do you think that they set this up so that division would shake itself out by basically having a tournament style? Yo Romero um, versus Chris Weidman, Sousa versus Rockhold. Basically, the, the that whoever has the best showing in those two fights will most likely get the next title shot. I think... I think if Yoel wins, he gets it, he which is awful for Sousa, but he won. He won. Yeah. Well, yeah, Romero did beat Sousa. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If if even if they both win, I don't see how you don't give it to Romero. I agree. It's awful. That's and, awful and I, for Jacare. I think they do both win. I think Yoel beats Weidman. 
I think Yoel beats Weidman, but I don't think Jacare beats Rockhold. He already beat him once, didn't he? I think Rockhold's going to come back. I hope. He's hard, though. He's like the new Maya. You've got to be... Sousa? Oh, yeah. You've got to be very on your game yeah. to make sure that you're going to... He crushed Belfort. Mm-hmm. Crushed him. And I mean, but Belfort, Belfort should be fighting in Bellator by now, but I don't think the UFC will ever cut him. I mean, he's been around for... Since he was 18, 19, he won Pride. That's crazy to me. Michael Bisbing, you think he's going to win this fight? Yeah, and I'm kind of bummed about it. I think he's going to lose. You think Bisbing's going to lose? I oh think Bisbing's I like Bisbing. Put money on it. Love him to death. I think Henderson's going to catch him. Put money on it. Like go bet money or yeah. you and I? No, but no, not me and you. That would uh, be fair to me. I'd have to pay, give you stupid odds because there's if you think that he's going to win and you think I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, you really think it? go put money on it. I'm like, if you think that he's going to, you should because you're going to get good money yeah. back. Like, Because I, I don't think there's a chance for him. Because he's old, but he can, and he can't really take a punch, but Michael Bisbing's pillow hands. I mean, he can knock out Rocco because Rocco basically dropped his hands and let him punch him in the face. I don't think he can drop Dan Henderson, and I think Dan Henderson can drop him. I mean, we've already seen it. Oh, my gosh. I would love it. You don't even... Do you, even, you know who? So I, I, I have to go. I, I'm a biz. I'm a Bisbing fan. I have been since a long time since I decided that I didn't dislike him anymore. Um, but I I got to go with America here. I, I have to go with Dan I Henderson. I want Dan. Har- I want uh, Dan Henderson to win so bad. Um, so you know what I was. So I showed Paul that, and he got. I think I talked to you talked to you about this. He got really like like I I, I don't agree with that at all. The Dan Henderson the H bomb. Um, oh, you shouldn't do that. But he played it off well, and he's a likable goof. You, sh- do you have you ever watched Jeremy uh, Stevens like highlights? I went back and watched a whole bunch of he's his a highlights. Mean dude, he does that like every knockout. Like it's a fist, it's an elbow. He does it pretty much every yeah, knockout. He's a he's a mean mean dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that picture next to, next to uh, Tyron Woodley, Woodley where they're about the hell. same size. Oh my gosh. Brad, Brad Pickett, Uriel Contra, basically Pickett loses. He's out. And Twistle, who I couldn't give a shiz about because all he does is ankle lock people, and if he can't get it, then he doesn't win. Struve, I would like to see Struve sit out for like one or two years, get back, and then come back into it hard, almost like Robbie Lawler style. I I like him. He seems like he's a really likable guy. I just hate watching him get knocked out so many times. Tumanov's back in here. He last loss was to uh, Gunnar Nelson, and people actually had him as a favorite. <sighs> not you, not me, man. I remember that. Goodness gracious, that drove me nuts. Wouldn't bet my house, but I bet my car. Dumb. All right, Leon Edwards. Yeah, no, I, this card just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I mean, the the, the top four fights are going to be worth watching. I don't think I don't like the Strew fight. I mean, but, but other than that, that, I like the other three. He could beat this guy. Yeah, but I mean, this cares? other guy's had a decent, uh, decent showing in the UFC as well. Say his um, name. I've actually watched him, Daniel Omiel. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a doozy. So I don't he, know how to he's say won it. his last three. So I mean, it would be good if he won. Lost to Anthony Hamilton. I think I remember watching that one, actually. Dan Ho, I remember that one. Anyway, uh, any other things that you would like to cover real quick? So I am actually... I've been pretty good with my picks, and I'm going to take Dan Henderson in this one. And partly because he's American, partly because I want to see him go out on top, and partly because even though I love Michael Bisbing, I don't want him to get this one back. I honestly think they set it up so that they could get uh, Bisbing... And McGregor on a big, uh, like European I, card. Yeah. I don't want to say Great Britain, but you know, like yeah, just the Ingle Isles, the, the the motherland. Go out to Belfast. Back for me and my orange beard. Go back. Like, um, I think that they really want to set like easy fights for them. Not easy for I think for Connor. No matter what, it's set up. Either they take him and Jose Aldo back. Um, over there, and they actually do the fight over there. But I think they also pair that with Bisbing and somebody else. That's why I think they're giving Bisbing an, yeah, that'd be huge. an quote unquote easy fight. I think that if Dan Henderson won, which I love more than anything, it just puts everything into chaos because he just rides off into the sunset uh-huh. and they just have no, like the belt is just left. Oh my gosh. But I don't think Bisbing gets the next shot. I think what you, if that happens, Dan Henderson wins, 
whoever wins out of Yo Romero, Chris Weidman, Sousa, Rockhold, those two fight for the belt. And I I agree, but um, I think what their plans are is to get they. I think they really want like a big fight to go with the Conor McGregor. Whoever I think, that, I think Bisping's going to lose, and I think that they've already got a counter plan. If he does, they have to. They have to, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're counting on it. I really do think that they want a big England or a big Ireland card, most likely Ireland, and and put both of them on it. Uh, I think that's why they're so close together. But I mean, I would love Dan Henderson just to knock him out and just ride out into the sunset and just create chaos for a division like we haven't seen in a while. We haven't seen any anything like this since what Ronda went out, yeah, and then everybody just started like passing the belt along, yeah. I agree with that. So last question I have, who's black right now? <laughs> just joking. <laughs> just joking. We'll leave it at that. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. I hope Dan Henderson wins, but I, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that this being well. Yep. But that's pretty much it for me. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, whatever. However you listen, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Twitter at OneSpeedMMA. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate your time, and sorry it got weird. Peace. Bye.